another production from Solid Gold Podcasts. And it's one of those mornings where we've got two blondes um, being attacked by cats. Well, one of them anyway. <laughs> Jenny Baxter, what is it with your cat that keeps on walking in front of your computer? I mean, really, you know, you're supposed to train. I suppose cats are untrainable. <laughs> oh, no, she's just loving you. She heard your voice. Oh, thank you. She wanted and to come and say hello. Let's hope that everybody else like loves it as well, okay? Because um, yeah, so it's, a, it's a beautiful sunny day here in Johannesburg, um, even though it's been really cold and of course um, I know that the the number one story you're going to ask me about is load shedding because of course we hit level six so all hell has broken loose basically I mean I just think that probably even like in Joburg I think city powers is in a shambles because they're switching off and switching on because we've been changing from two to four to six back to two we don't know but all I know is that you need a degree yesterday but nine hours with no power but not in a straight line so I had two hours of no power, then two hours of power, then five hours of no power, and then two hours of power, and then two hours of no power. And before each of those, did you know? Did we, you know, okay, we're coming up for nine hours or three yes. hours, two hours? Thank goodness for ESCOM's a push. It does actually keep you going. Uh, you get a basic idea of what's happening. However, when it went from stage... Is it called ESCOM's a push? Yes. Stop <laughs> it. Cat. You're just throwing your cat on the floor. <laughs> Sorry, this is hysterical. For those of you who are not watching it, um, we are, of course, um, doing a, vid- a video cast at the same time. Uh, Jenny's cat is just walking all over her. That's what the dumping is. She keeps picking it up and throwing it on the floor. Um, yeah, so Eskom to push actually keeps everything up to date. It also lets you know when you're going to be going to a but different. Sorry, but they've really called it Eskom to push. Yes. Is it is it meant to be? A... Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, that is brilliant. Yeah, I love it. Um, so I mean, at least it, it it'll give you the advice that we're going to be hitting stage six. So what, what happened though yesterday, we were in stage four where we were off from, I think it was 12 until two. No, no, it was still, it changes at different times. Okay, so we were off from two until four and then we were supposed to come back on at four, but then at four o'clock they went to stage six and of course then our stage six went on until supposedly half past six, but at half past seven we were still without power. So it was one of those things and we were all starting to get like, okay, this is like we're hungry, we can't do anything, it's dark, it's cold, it's like, but you know what? At least we have a very good neighborhood network, um, so we're always helping each other. And, of course, because I'm on the ward council in our area, I have some people that I can get hold of. And But that only for my area, guys. So if you're thinking of getting hold of me to help you with your power <laughs> issues, forget it. I'm not interested, okay? Only if you come but from so my what area. what kind of thing could your community do to help? How did you help each other last night? Um, well, some people had obviously had no power then. Um, some people went out on Saturday and still are not back on again because the phases trip and the substations and the infrastructure are really, really old and they haven't had the money to replace anything. I won't say why, but we all know why. Um, so we log all of these things and we keep on at them and we keep on at the ward councillors and we get hold of whoever we can, sending emails, um, logging it on the um, citypower.mobi, which we do in Johannesburg. So there's a whole bunch of ways we can help um, people if they've got power throwing over a cable to the people next door oh, okay. if their power hasn't oh, come back okay. on again. Escalating. There's a whole bunch of stuff that you can do and we really have to work together as a community. And then as I put up, I think on Facebook, I said, as long as uh, if we keep on voting people into power that don't have the people's 
best interests at heart. <laughs> we are going to remain powerless in oh, every that, sense I of know, the word. That's so clever. Did, did you see in Cape Town they did manage to deliver, um, unfortunately it was stage five, not stage four, but because one of their things tripped as well. But at least the Cape Townians did not have stage six. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. Well, you know, I see that um, the wonderful councillor Michael Sun, who's up here in Johannesburg, was sent down there by our mayor um, and saying, you know, he went to go and see how they're running things down in the Cape. And frankly, oh, you know good. what? I think we need to have a big change of everything in Johannesburg. Get the, get the Stop the rot. Get the rot out. Sounds like a very busy, sunny day there in, in Antibes, Jenny. Anyway, so enough, <laughs> enough about load shedding. And thank goodness I got that wonderful thing from um, Nando's, you know. Uh, I, I didn't order my the sides. The bright side. Though. The bright side. Yeah. I didn't order I my sides, that. though. Am I going to have to use my sides? Because I could have got six sides yesterday for nothing in stage yeah. six. Yeah. Ah. Big deal. Yeah, nice thing. you must do it. Okay. Right. So let's get on to what news do you have for expats? Well, there's just been a lot of South Africans in Europe lately, this week. So we had uh, President Ramaphosa at the G7 in Germany. Mm-hmm. You know, everything he says is just so true. Sort of, um, you know, the Ukraine and Russian conflict that it has made everybody sort of wake up and realize we all need to be a little bit more self-reliant. And Africa is struggling right now without fertilizer. Mm-hmm. You know, the things that Ukraine and Russia I had that many of us, you know, just took for granted. So all the wheat and the fuel and the and not only that, all the computer the chips for cars and people are getting upset because they've ordered their new cars yeah. and of course they don't have all the computer chips they need to run parts of the cars uh, and washing machines, all yeah, kinds washing, of things, all sorts of things. So, yeah. yeah, so so Ramaphosa was uh, pushing for um, Africa to get its own fertilizer going, you know, so that because mm. that's that's going to lead to a lot of famine. Uh, it's, it's a bit of a problem, a, bit, yeah. a huge problem. Yeah. Uh, the other thing he spoke about was climate change and how the advanced economies really need to be helping countries like South Africa in their transition uh, away from fossil fuel. But I thought and, that that was actually taken on board at COP26, where there were all those nations who said they're going to help South Africa get off fossil fuels. Yes. But um, as long as they exactly. don't give the money to the government. Yeah, I, I know. So that's what he's chasing up on and saying, you know, you pledged, now let's actually do it particularly keeping the workers in mind so that as the transitions happen, you don't suddenly have all these workers yeah. unemployed. But don't, don't give it to the government, okay? They need to actually – I think we talked about it at the time when I was saying, you know, yeah. they need to look after the funds and allocate where and when. Don't, otherwise, yeah. it's just going to disappear into that endless black hole again. Anyhow, so okay, so let's just hope that there is some positive stuff coming out of this. And if we can get off fossil fuel, then maybe we can, you know, get this whole solar thing working a lot better. And then we won't have these issues with load six – I mean, Stage six load shedding, <laughs> <laughs> and then and 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 then uh, there was also the deputy minister uh, Alan Boats mm-hmm. in Portugal speaking to a congregation there, saying that you know now is the time to invest in South Africa, that that actually you get really high return on investment, mm-hmm. and I'm sure he had his facts and figures to prove it all. But stage six would not be helping, you know, anybody abroad want to invest. However, he had a really positive thing. And and the amount of money that Portugal has invested in South Africa has increased radically over the last 10 years. But he asked for more. Yeah. Yeah. It's just um, that's where everybody I know is thinking of moving to. All right. So what have we got in the way of news from expats? 
Today and yesterday, I don't know if you, we have spoken about it before, you know, obviously the Gislin, um, what do English people say? They call it Giz, Gislin or something. Gislin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Maxwell. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously she, she got her sentence yesterday, 20 years, which has made big news. But one of the biggest stories in it has been Sarah Ransom, who is a South African expat. So we've got a big story on SA People with her victim statement, what she went through, how she tried to jump off the island to get away from them and just how horrific those those crimes were with mm. Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine. Sorry, I'm not laughing. I'm just laughing about how we pronounce things. It's just, it's it's a terrible thing. And I I see you got here about the Ndlovo Youth Choir. And I mean, they just really do make my heart sing. And I did manage last (laughs) week. I think I told you I was going to the Drakensberg Boys Choir, which was absolutely divine. Um, I went with my kids. They loved every second of it. It was fantastic. So they had they had two different programs, and they had some new kids that were being accepted into the choir. They got their uh, not colours. I don't know what you'd call them. They get that bib thing that they put on. So they had like a very um, Eurocentric program in the first half, which is is beautiful. I mean, and you listen to them singing, and you're just like, oh my gosh, this is so good. And then the second half, the second program was very African. And, but it was absolutely beautiful. And the, and what the problem was, of course, is that that was the day that they decided to drop the mask and the how many people you can have in a theater ruling. But of course, it was on the same day and they had a sold out theater, but still based on how many people they were allowed in the theater under the old regulations. Yes. So of course, then they did an, another night, which then they could fill out the entire theater as well so it was at the oh, Mandela beautiful. at the Joburg theater so it the the energy in the place with everybody looking at each other with no masks on for the first time <laughs> and oh, it was it was so good but I mean oh, these these youth beautiful. choirs somebody turned around to me afterwards when we were chatting and at, at um, half time I don't know what you call it interval that thing I'm thinking <laughs> of rugby again and said you know looking at this choir sure it's all boys okay take that aside it was for them the epitome of what our rainbow nation is about. That yeah. looking at that with these boys, and it's what grade three to grade seven or nine. Those it's that age of boys, okay. Yeah. And the camaraderie and the people, like the way they were interacting and everything, was exactly what I think most of us had always hoped our rainbow nation would be about. And that is within South Africa. So then mm. what Novo Youth Choir is part of at Disney World, at Epcot Center, is it's a show called Harmonious, and it's about exactly that, but with the whole world. Mm. So so what's really amazing is, you know, Rolf Schmidt, he's their composer, conductor. Yeah. Uh, he's just phenomenal. So he went over with some of them, and they did this live streaming show. Uh, he has written the entire Africa section of the wow. harmonious and and then our little choir from Limpopo represents Africa yeah. in the show so every night if you happen to be traveling to uh, Orlando go there and you will listen there are tens of thousands of people listening every day now mm. to the Novo Youth Choir they're fantastic which is incredible yeah, yeah really they're... beautiful but my children came away from watching the Drakensberg Boys Choir and went, because they were always going, oh, the Stellenbosch Choir is just fantastic. And they came away and they said, yeah. Mom, we've never seen anything so fantastic. 
Oh, that's so beautiful. Yeah, I like that a lot. All right. So apart from the fact that we have all this local good news about the Drakensberg Boys Choir, <laughs> yeah. what else has come across your radar? Well, there's been, you know, there are always these these lists being made that are really, whoever makes a list, mm-hmm. it's their way of getting publicity, really. Okay. So I'm not, so I'm not going to mention who made this list. But um, Oh, do you have to say, you have to say who made the list. Was it somebody that we know? <laughs> no, oh, okay. no. It's like a real estate company. And, oh, okay, oh, okay. <laughs> And so they used this eye tracking technology Mm -hmm. and they got all these people to look at different pictures of roads around the world. And then whichever roads, photos got looked at the most were placed first, second, third, da, 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 da. So there's a Japanese road full of cherry blossoms. um, The Fuji in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, So that was number one. And South Africa's Herbert Baker Street or Road. In Pretoria, yeah, and Kruenkluf, yeah, I think. that got number four out of. Was that for the jacarandas roads. and the white? Is that the road that's got all the white jacarandas? Exactly, the very rare white jacarandas. I think there were about a hundred of them. Yeah, so that's really really cool. So that is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I hope more people come visit. Well, hopefully they do. Um, I, I think that I would I would be putting off my travels for a while until I knew that I had power. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I say that it's a different kind of holiday, just more more bright. You know, I was thinking about it, and quite frankly, I mean, I actually weather the, the cold weather. weather and load shedding quite well, mainly because um, I download all my podcasts. Okay. Because I'm a podcast fanatic. I love it. I listen to a whole bunch of different stuff. So when we have power, I download. And then I've got, fortunately, I have um, town gas, goalie gas. So I, I'm warm. I stay in the one room. I've charged up all my solar lamps. So I sit there. I listen to my podcasts and I make blankets for the less fortunate. I either knit them or I crochet them. And I sat there and I thought, you know, I lived 20 odd years ago in Sidwana when there was nothing and most of the time we didn't have power I didn't even have my own bathroom I didn't have a television I didn't have computers didn't have cell phones if we wanted to call somebody we used a ticky box and I don't think I've ever been as happy in my life as yeah. I was when I was living there like that and so I sat there and start, said, stop talking yourself into being unhappy that you don't have power I'm not sitting there and saying oh because there's people who are worse off in the world and that's got nothing to do with it because this is my life and this is how it affects me I think everybody needs to say okay fine it's very frustrating especially if you're working from home or you can't do your work or you've got a small business or a restaurant and you you can't do these things anymore but I think if you look at the positives and find different ways, we're South Africans, we're entrepreneurs, we are a burmaka plan. Okay. Yeah. So start thinking about how you can change it and about why it's actually probably better for you to get away from technology and all of these things. Sorry, that's Melly's thing. A little bit of positive thinking <laughs> for the day. Always a soapbox around. Yes. I'm sorry. You're right. I should have gone into <laughs> politics. Hey. <laughs> Oh, maybe not. Anyway, so talking about things that keep me entertained, I mean, I've just been loving, you know, um, there's certain things like on Showmax, you can download certain programs onto your phone. Um, so when you have no power, as long as you've charged a phone up, you can still watch stuff, um, on, from Showmax, which is a bonus. Um, can't do it on my laptop for some, some reason, but can do it on my, my stupid phone. 
that thing. Um, and <laughs> smartphone. Yeah, and I'm, I mean, I, I keep myself entertained with everything. So I, I can yeah. watch stuff if I want to. As I said, I listen to the podcasts, mainly British podcasts, I have to be honest. And it's always about science because I'm a bit of a geek. Nice. So you keep yourself entertained. For those moments when you do have power, <laughs> what can people overseas watch, which is um, kind of happening here in South Africa? There's uh, the Benalandas that I keep saying. There's yeah. Trocus, which is just so beautiful. There's so many beautiful, beautiful shows on Showmax. There's also, um, you know, if you if you just do a Google search for South African films on Netflix, you'll come up with it'll log you into your Netflix and show you. There's so many. It's mm. it's amazing. Uh, you know, documentaries and movies. Also, right now we've got an interview on the site with. Uh, um, I've just forgotten her name for a second. Do you have her name there? Taryn Wingard. That's it, yes. So so she's in this new movie, this uh, new TV series, Pulse. Yeah. And it is a horror about kind of playing games, um, you know, video games, mm-hmm. and then getting stuck in it and having basically – you're having to survive for your life, you know. So it's like and a mixture, but a scary kind of Jumanji. Very scary, very, very, very okay. scary. And she said, she said they were in Mauritius when suddenly Omicron came, and all their friends and family who were meant to be flying over the next day to join them in Mauritius couldn't come. Mm-hmm. And so, so they were stuck there. And it's really quite interesting. She said how Showmax saved her because she could watch Showmax in Mauritius and stay connected with home. Aww. So, yeah, unless you live in America, um, other expats <laughs> can stay connected. Unfortunately, it's not in America, which mm. makes Americans so sad. Oh, yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, you know, this is the thing, stay connected and – just remember that we're still here down the bottom part of Africa. Right. And what else is happening on the bottom part of Africa? Oh, before we go into what's coming up next week, I don't know if you saw that somebody was taken up by a great white shark yesterday. At Plet, yeah. yeah, very sad. Swimming and, behind and the I back think line. He was, and I think he was a local guy. So he was. He, He'd been swimming there every single day, even though they had great white sharking, uh, sharkings, great white shark sightings. Yes. Shark, there's sharkings at the moment. If you see, if you have any sharkings, don't go in the water. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> and, and talking sharks, that's what we've got coming up. Oh, okay. There's a new campaign. It's called On the Brink. Mm-hmm. And they are, I think the Forestry's Department is involved as well as uh, Wild Trust and some private organizations, NPOs. And basically they're saying that South Africa can help save the shark because obviously shark numbers are dwindling, mm. unfortunately. Mm. Um, and they're going to make some sort of protected areas, some sanctuaries in South African waters, which is which is fantastic. So we'll have more on that campaign and what you can do to support the campaign. Yeah. There are more people killed every year by chairs than there are by sharks. Did you know that? <laughs> can we stand next time? I'm kind of scared of my chair right now. <laughs> and I think more people die from custard creams then are killed by chairs every year. So it's, it's, all, it's just that sharks are scary. And it, I put it all, and that's why I said you're going to need a bigger boat because of Jaws. And um, that came up because I was listening to a thing on acoustics and music um, on the Infinite Monkey Cage with uh, Professor Brian Cox, which I absolutely love. And they were talking about how the music actually brings up that – and how yeah, they, they went through the whole yeah. explanation of what the music does to you. So please, people, stay out of the water. Remember, sharks belong there. You don't necessarily. 
Okay. Unless you want this to go and play true. with penguins and octopus and stuff, but make sure that you have somebody watching out for sharks so you don't get eaten and give them a bad rap. I think it's fair, unfair. They're just doing what they do naturally. All right. So that's what we've got coming up on uh, sapeople.com next week. So don't forget to go and have a read and see how you can be useful. Jenny, what are you doing with the rest of your day? I am going into the sunshine and I'm hoping to meet up with a woman called Sonia Dalport who promotes the winelands, 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 yes. Winelands. Yeah. yeah. Um, she's, she's in, in Antibes for a few days and I'm hoping to meet up with her today and catch up on South Africa and South African wines. Oh, do you think she's brought you a few bottles? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be the one? <laughs> it would be lovely. Anyway, enjoy the week and don't forget, of course, if you've got any more news that you'd like to either read about or share with Jenny, you can get along to sapeople.com or just go onto Facebook and go and have a look and see what's happening on there. You can share your posts there, your pictures there. There's been some fantastic things happening and I mean the snowfall down in the mountains which those Capetonians would remember to close their fridge doors because they've been nice and warm so they left the doors open but anyway it's all fun and games and we will catch up with you again next week with more great news coming out of South Africa for people here and abroad. Jenny thank you very much Thank you Mal, bye You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts